We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The Lord said this to me. He said, your confession of my word is to your faith like thrust is to an airplane. Without the thrust, it will create no lift. Without the confession of the word, there will be no faith created in the promise of God. You can know it's in the Bible. You can know what the Bible said. But until you begin to voice it, speak it out of your lips, there will be no faith created within you or there will be not the quality of faith needed to cause it to get you off the ground. That's why Jesus taught so much on the words you speak. That's the reason James came along and he said, The tongue defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. The third chapter of James. If you inherited good health from your family, from your mother, your daddy, and you take out an insurance policy, they'll say, is your grandfather living? What did they die with? Or is your mother living? And are they in good health? And that tells them a lot about your health. But if you begin to voice things contrary to the word and contrary to what God has said, you can change that. Well, I believe I'm coming down with something. You probably are. And it doesn't mean you get sick just because you said that once or twice or ten times. But eventually, the more you say it, the more you believe it. In any area you're talking about. Financially, physically, spiritually, whatever. It's the words that come out of your mouth that defile you. And it's the words that come out of your mouth that bless you. Blessing and cursing comes from the word. Now, not many people have understood this. God's word is both blessing and curse. You're blessed if you do it and keep it and say it. You're cursed if you don't do it. Now, if you don't believe that, read Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. If you don't believe it, read the New Testament. Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Boy, that's a blessing, isn't it? He that believeth not shall be damned. The be damned is just as much a part of it as the be saved. When you turn your back on the word of God, when you refuse to do what you know, then it becomes a curse to you. And he says, he that starts out and turns back, better off if he hadn't even started. But see, God's word is blessing and a curse. Now here's the problem, that many people don't understand the scripture or the intent of it. Therefore, it means something else to them than what Jesus meant it to mean. Now, let me give you for instance. Jesus said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now, one fellow takes that and says, See there, we're so blessed because we're poor and can't pay our bills. <laughs> oh, glory to God, we're just so blessed because we're poor. Well, that was not the intent of what Jesus said at all. Now, see, he knows what Jesus said, but he doesn't understand it. What Jesus was saying, he was speaking to poor people. Blessed are ye poor. You're blessed because I'm giving you the kingdom. And the kingdom will produce everything you have need of in this life. 
That was the intent of his word because the very next two verses said, Blessed is he that mourns now, for he shall laugh. And blessed is he that's hungry, for he shall be filled. Now certainly he could be talking about spiritual things, but he's also talking about physical and financial things. Because he said, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things shall be added to you. All the what things, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear, and all these things. Seek first the kingdom. Well, if you're going to seek the kingdom, where would you look? If you seek something, you'd first find out where it is. Isn't that right? And Jesus said, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now that kingdom within you is capable of producing every single thing you have need of. But it's just like that airplane. You can sit there in it. It's capable of transporting you hundreds of miles in just a short time. But if you sit there waiting for lift to show up on that wing before you put the throttles to it, you'll never get there. Because you don't understand the law. Understanding the law of faith is very vital in applying the principles of the Bible to enter into the provisions that God has made. Now, once you put the power to that thing, my airstrip is 2,500 feet long. And when I'm loaded in the summertime, we'll get loaded with books and tapes. It takes about 2,400 feet of that for me to get to flying speed. And I mean, when you come up on about 2,300 feet... And you're sitting there thinking, I hope this airstrip goes to Detroit or Lansing, you know, I mean. (laughs) But from point A to point B, one end of that airstrip to the other, from the time I push those throttles forward, it starts creating lift. And I know by the time it gets to 2,400 feet, there's going to be enough lift on that wing to get me over that bio at the end. If not going to be bad news <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see that's what it means to be fully persuaded you're committed brother I mean you're committed now you don't go halfway down and say well there's not enough to fly now so shut her down <laughs> no you leave the power on and by the time it gets there there'll be enough see, that's what faith is all about now here's what I want to show you The Word of God is the same way. God's Word has the ability to create the lift that will cause you to rise above the circumstances of life. But it won't do it just because you sit there and look at it in the Bible. See, you can look at the wing of that airplane and pray and fast that lift will come on that airplane. But it won't come until you get the thrust on it. It is the motion through the air that creates its own lift. And it is the confession of God's word that creates in you the divine energy of God called faith that will cause you to rise above the circumstances of life. You can plainly see that right down the road where you're headed, there's going to be a bad collision if something doesn't happen. Like the old boy was that was taking his test to drive 18 wheeler you know and they had him ready for his test and they said now there's two or three questions we want to ask you about now suppose you're going down this hill in this long grade and you're driving this big 18 wheeler and it's got a sleeper in it and your buddy's in the back asleep and he said your brakes go out and you still got three quarters of a mile to go down eight percent grade he said what are you going to do 
He said, I'm going to holler L.C. just loud as I can. He said, what do you mean you're going to holler L.C.? Well, yeah, I said, I'm going to holler L.C. just as loud as I can. Well, they said, well, now, that's the wrong answer. Why are you going to do that? Well, because, see, L.C. is my buddy, and he ain't never seen a wreck like we're going to have. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what you face every time you fly an airplane. From point A to point B, you will have enough lift to overcome what's at the end of that runway. If not, you better holler L.C. real loud. (laughs) Because he ain't never seen what's going to (laughs) happen. Like the boy that's flying and he said he wanted flight level 220. And the controller said, no, you can't have flight level 220. Well, he's kind of indignant. He came back and said, well, I just want to know why I can't have flight level 220. Well, he said, noise abatement. He just came unglued. He said, noise abatement at 22,000 feet? What do you mean? Well, he said, noise abatement. said, if you get up there, when you hit that other airplane that's 22,000, it's going to be a loud explosion, you know. So, you see, he just didn't have enough information to understand what the man said. But now, faith in God's Word comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Whether you're hearing yourself, whether you're hearing God, whether you're hearing the devil, whether you're hearing your neighbor, faith cometh by hearing. But now, when you couple your voice to say what God says and you hear your voice voicing what God says you've got double forces working in your behalf because you like what you say you believe more what you say than what anybody else says and it causes it to be implanted in your spirit creates an image inside you And as you proclaim and say what God says, even though you can see in the natural that this thing is on the ground, and if it doesn't get in the air, it's going to be bad news, you keep saying what God says. Now, don't read something into this that didn't say. I didn't say, go throw your medicine away and confess healing. Take your medicine and confess your healing. Medicine won't heal you and it won't keep you from getting healed. But it'll sure keep the symptoms down while you're believing for your healing. And when you start teaching on faith, you ought not have to say these things, but sometimes you do because people do strange things, you see. It depends on how they hear what you said. But you do everything you can do, but you do what the Word says. And you say what God said concerning the matter. There is abundance and no lack. Thank God I've given, it's given unto me. And you may be looking at lack everywhere you look. But you see, the word you're speaking has the ability to create the faith inside you to cause the lift to come. And while you're asleep some night, God may give you a dream or speak to you some way in the daytime and give you an idea that'll cause it to come to pass. Can you say amen? Amen. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you all of this week that our CD offer will be CD offer number 7244. It's called Understanding What You Know. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19, Understanding What You Know. 
Have you ever heard somebody say, well, you know, I don't understand all I know about this subject? Well, we're all that way on one subject or another. We don't always understand all the knowledge that we have about a certain situation. You may know what the Word of God said, but you may not know how to apply it in your life. So do you really understand what you know? The Scripture says in Proverbs 2, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear to wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. See, we need to apply our heart to understanding. We need to understand what we know, not just knowing what the Word of God says. That's not enough. We must know how to apply that Word and understand how to apply it in our everyday life. Now, in the parable of the sower in Mark 4, Jesus said, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom, also in Matthew's gospel, actually Matthew gives it a little clearer, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth not, then cometh the wicked one, catches away that which was sown in his heart. Well, if you don't understand it, somebody's going to talk you out of it. It won't take the devil. The devil won't have to do it. Some well-meaning Christian could do it. So it's important to understand what you know about. You may know about it, but not understand it. So that's what we deal with in this album. That's offer number 7244, Understanding What You Know. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.